Welcome back to the Catholic Traveler podcast, the daily edition where we are going through the Station Churches of Rome during Lent and taking you with us on a type of virtual pilgrimage. So welcome back. Hi, Mountain. Hi, Joni. Hi, people. Thanks for sticking with us through Lent. We've got some really nice comments. Do you read the comments on Apple Podcasts? I do occasionally, yes. I usually send them to you. It's hard because you can't really comment on the podcast. I wish there was kind of more back and forth like there is in social media. That's too bad. Yeah, it is nice, though, to see what people are saying and how it's helping them with their Lent. Some of them, they listen first thing in the morning, get their Lenten journey off right, which means I need to edit a lot faster. (laughs) That's right. Get those up. I have to admit, I've kind of gone back sometimes to listen to some and just see like what's worked and what hasn't. And I decided I have to not use the word beautiful anymore. Really? I say beautiful all the time. Like everything's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Church is beautiful. Everything's beautiful. So you need a So I need a new word. Okay. Yeah. Stunning. Anyway. I just say it all the time. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I say amazing a lot. So, it's an amazing, amazing church. It's all beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like with all the beauty, what do you? It's hard to come up with other it's words. True. It's yeah. hard to get fancy and use other words. You just have to say beautiful and amazing. So and old. We say beautiful. old a lot. We do. And favorite. Do. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite. favorite. This is another one of my favorites. Is today's church one of your favorites? Yeah. Um. I don't dislike it by any means. It doesn't really stick out. I've only been there once, but it was a great day when I went. So I have happy memories. Do you have happy memory you're going to share or you just like it was like a nice sunny day? So we actually went to the station church. This is Saturday, right? Happy Saturday, everyone. And so we went to the station mass, woke up early, and then we went to Natuno to see St. Maria Gretti afterwards. So it all kind of mixes in my head. Um, A really fantastic friend of mine said mass at the station church. And then, um, then, I mean, we weren't really friends at the time. I met him later. But then we, a bunch of us went to Natuno. And so it's just a good day. Very good. So this church... I guess we should tell people what it is. It's St. Marcellinus and Peter. So San Marcellino e Pietro. And kind of like when we were at Saints John and Paul, this is not a John and Paul you know. This is not a Peter you know. This is a different Peter. So Marcell- but you might recognize his name. You should definitely recognize her names <laughs> if you go to Mass. Well, if you have a priest that prays the right Eucharistic that prayer. Prefers the Roman canon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so these are the ones that are mentioned in the Roman canon, Marcellinus and Peter. So Eucharistic Prayer 1 is the Roman canon, and the Roman canon mentions Roman martyrs. And so that's why you hear John and Paul and then Marcellinus and Peter. And a lot of the people okay, from the churches now. who've been visiting. <laughs> we hear Cosmos yes, and Damien in a, a few weeks, Anastasia, a week or so. Cecilia. Yeah. Anastasia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anastasia. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Marcellinus was a priest. And Peter was an exorcist. Very exciting. So they were imprisoned. And then Peter offered to to free the jailer's daughter from an evil spirit that haunted her. And the jailer said, basically, you know, if you think you're so good, why don't you just free yourself? Think your God is so powerful, free yourself. So that night, both Peter and Marcellinus were miraculously freed from the prison So the jailer, along with his entire family, converted to Christianity and were baptized by 
Marcellinus. I bet that didn't make the authorities very happy. Because it was like hundreds of people were baptized with them. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. And so Marcellinus and Peter were captured again, martyred. They're actually taken into a forest and beheaded because I guess by baptizing so many people and maybe there was the story of their miraculous escape, you know, they got a little popular. People knew who they were. And so they didn't want anyone to know where their bodies were. But a lady had a revelation. She saw the bodies where they were. She brought them back into Rome, gave them a proper burial in the catacombs. And then we were just talking about Constantine. He built the church over this spot. Again, it is one of the first 25 parishes in Rome. That's one of the things I love about the station churches. You visit the first churches, and a lot of them, they may have been renovated a little, some of them rebuilt, but you're basically in a church that's from like the 300s, 400s. They're old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to use the word. <laughs> old. Oh, that's beautiful, yeah, it's true. though. true, and... <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing. They're it's it's really neat because they're not necessarily the famous churches that if you were to go to, to go to Rome today, you would necessarily like I've talked before, it would be on your top ten list. But these are the original churches, and so they're the churches that would have been our original Christians would have gone there on pilgrimage. They were the original twenty five. And so it's a really I almost said beautiful. It's a really neat way to to see these churches that otherwise you wouldn't go. You wouldn't go to see Marcellinus and Peter. But um, with the Station Church tradition, they are incorporated into into your your experience of Rome. Yeah. So this church is located near St. John Lateran, a couple of blocks from St. John Lateran, on the road that connects to St. Mary Major. So pilgrims to Rome, you know, they always, hopefully, visit those two churches and so a lot of them, whether it's on tour bus or a taxi or even walking, they would have walked by this church. There's probably, just counting in my head, I think there's like six or seven churches on this road between the two. Um, so yeah, it's something that because a lot of people would see, but not maybe go into. If you do, if you ever go to Rome during Holy Week, and um, it we used to be tradition to have Holy Thursday in John Lateran. Um, and there's also a Roman tradition of after Holy Thursday of visiting the different altars of repose. It's great because you can go to St. John Lateran for Holy Thursday Mass, which Pope Francis doesn't celebrate nope. Holy Thursday at St. John Lateran, but it is tradition. And then you can go down um, the street and visit all these altars of repose because there are so many churches between John Lateran and Mary Major. Yeah, it's really one of my favorite churches. Too. One of my favorite things. And I'm worried that we won't get to do it this year. I would wager you might not be able to like they did over christmas we had when we went red like total lockdown i think maybe they'll do that again on easter if they do it though maybe they won't start on thursday maybe they'll start on friday or saturday maybe because i would love to do the altars of repose again i'm sure the government will think that just means you're going to spread covid from one church to the other on thursday night Ah, they probably won't. They don't know about this. They don't know about this tradition that's been going on for <laughs> forever. <laughs> Pagans. Yeah. So Marcellinus and Peter actually also made the news many, many years ago. Well, not many years ago. What was it? Probably like, I lose track of time. Five years ago? Seven years ago? When there was some anti-clerical riots and some, um, 
uh, protests and Marcellus and Peter, the church was vandalized. And so you might see pictures of like a blessed mother statue. And that comes from Marcellus and Peter. Yeah. They actually have the statue and some of the other stuff still in the church, like in a little cabinet that talks about when it was defaced. Another street, another church on the street was too, Santa Persede. Mm, yes. I think that was a different event though. That was just some guy that was running around churches and knocking stuff over. Oh. There you go. Well, let's not end on vandalism. What else can we talk about? I don't really know that much more about this church. What else do we say? Oh, well, we should say that the relics, um, the martyrs aren't here anymore. They've been moved. They're in Germany now. That's right. There's a there's a couple other martyrs there, but not them. Yeah, no. If you were checking off the saints from your Roman canon, um, you wouldn't get these two at this church. You'd have to go to Germany. The Pope gave them to Charlemagne's secretary, so he took them to Germany. We should, do a, we should do that on a pilgrimage. Do like a Roman canon day. and A Roman canon pilgrimage. That would be awesome. I mean, we basically do it. Well, we don't go see ways. San I mean, Anastasia. St. Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damien. That's a great idea. Let's do it. Okay. We just need Rome to open up. Yeah. And I'm there. <laughs> this will be a fun one to edit because we have all these long pauses. <laughs> now I'm going to have to edit that out. Sorry. Just keep it in. People can know that we mess up. Some of these churches are not a lot to talk about. So so that's why there's so much silence. <laughs> all right. Well, we should shout the people and uh, be done. Okay. Well, there's another one of the t- 25 churches, original 25 churches, another station church down. And happy Saturday, everybody. Tomorrow we'll is a very tomorrow. beautiful old, amazing church. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) Ciao, everybody. (laughs) Ciao, ciao.